Aloha, it's Josh Trent. Welcome to Wellness and Wisdom. This is a very special solo cast every Thursday. You and I get to spend some one-on-one, some quality time together exploring all the things about some of the wisdom that we can actually use in this challenging world at times. Now, whether you're in total joy or whether you're having a hard time, this podcast is for you. There's something really interesting that we all have been taught ever since we were wee little bitty kids, since we were old enough to walk, and that was do what you're told. And how do we learn how to do what we're told? In this solo cast, I'm going to talk about the effects and the impact on our psyche of television and of screens, and not just a bathing of the problem, but a focus on the solution. If you yourself are dealing with maybe an addiction to your phone or an addiction to laziness or an addiction to TV that is so enticing at the end of your long day, this podcast is for you. We're going to talk about what happens in the brain when you are controlled by technology, how to self-evaluate if potentially you are being controlled, what to do from that inspired place of increased awareness. And then lastly, I'm just going to share with you all the fun tools that I personally use to make sure that I'm happy enough and fulfilled in my wellness Pentagon so that I don't become a victim of my phone or of my television. So the very first thing, let's begin. Oh, by the way, if you're here on the solo cast for the very first time, this may or may not be the perfect place for you to start. Check out all of our 500 episodes plus that we've done on the Wellness and Wisdom podcast, and you'll know because it'll have a guest name instead of my name. Now, if you just want to learn from me, you're in the perfect place. If you want to learn from us, you can go to joshtrent.com forward slash M21. That'll give you a lot more context and honestly, a bunch of free stuff. I created a three-week process is the M21 guide for you to do five different pillars plus one, including breath work. So six science back practices. So you can have a better morning. So you can actually have a morning routine that sticks and you can fill yourself up and nourish yourself so that you won't become a victim to your day. All right, let's pull the e-break. Let's go in. Full stop. We all know that television is harmful, but to what degree? To what exact degree? I was looking at some research from Tufts Medical Center, and they were sharing that from birth to age 18, you actually can spend, if you're not careful, 1,642 hours if you just watch four hours of TV a day. And a lot of people honestly watch a heck of a lot more than that. So 1642 divided by 24 hours in a day. That is, drum roll please. 69 days, almost 70 days of your life that you will never get back. That's over two months of television. And that's probably honestly on the low side. So how do we determine the actual vision that we're living for our lives or the vision that is being told to us by a squawking box? Or now I guess you could say a flat panel TV. Well, the answer lies in the question. The question is, is television harmful? Well, the answer is, What vision are you being told? Tell a vision. Television. Break it down. To tell is to speak truth or to speak words into existence. A is to identify an objective subject. And then vision is what story is actually being told. So when I tell a vision, I'm speaking on a stage. I'm speaking to you on this podcast. I'm speaking to friends. I'm speaking my heart onto the world. But when I'm being told a vision, if I'm not careful I can actually start to believe that that vision is real. Look at all the gender dysphoria campaigns where unfortunately it makes me so sad, like little boys, little girls being confused if they are a little boy and a little girl. 
It's just absolute insanity. A beautiful resource for this is actually the podcast we did with JP Sears. You can find that at joshtrent.com forward slash 463. That resource is where you're going to find so much information, not just from JP, but also some scientific evidence about the gender dysphoria and the campaigns that are honestly being propagated by the Chinese Communist Party and a lot of things that are happening in Hollywood, as you know. A couple years ago, or maybe you don't know, I moved from California for the birth of my son. We moved to Texas because we valued freedom, because we wanted to, to tie it back, we wanted to tell our own vision. We did not want to get stuck in learning someone else's vision as potentially our truth, when really it was an anti-truth. So why is television so harmful? You might be thinking like, Josh, big deal. Like, so what? I, at the end of my day, I sit and watch TV. Well, here's why. TV displaces active types of reaction. It decreases spent time playing with your children, playing with peers. And this is key for kids. A child has less time for self-directed daydreaming and thinking. That's a big one. So in our home, we only use screens as a matter of emergency, like in the car or if there's a meltdown or just, you know, last case scenario. The first case scenario is we actually play, we be with our son. And so what TV really does, and a lot of parents, I get you're overworked, you're overstressed, I get it. But this is one thing to take an honest look at. How are you? How is the child inside of you not daydreaming, not thinking, not playing with your peers? That's a big question to answer because- TV is really easy to plug into our internal locus of control. So is drugs, so is porn, so is food or shopping or overworking or gambling. I mean, look, there's so many different things, fill in the blank, right? About all the things that can be plugged in when you are not feeling good in yourself. But here's the wisdom that I can share from my own journey with like Netflix binges and things like that. It is important to identify When watching television is actually in alignment and in service to your dream. Let's just start there. If you want to watch a documentary or if you want to watch something, there's a difference between conscious consumption and unconscious consumption. Conscious consumption is when you're excited about watching it and it's not just a relief, right? Like you're not at the end of your day in your normal schedule where you potentially get home and it's like the same meal and the same TV show whatever you're doing. Don't do that anymore. Stop doing that. I I beg of you, stop doing that. You are silencing the child inside of yourself. You are literally taking the daydreaming and all the playing and all the things that you could be doing and you are displacing them to learn about someone else's vision. Here's the second reason that television or TV can actually start to degrade your psyche. It discourages reading. Now, look, I read audiobooks, right? And they're read to me, but I'm out walking, I'm listening, I'm feeding my mind. I'm feeding my mind good things. I'm feeding my mind quality thoughts, quality things that are actually of service to my life. And when it comes to TV, a lot of what's on television, it is geared to make you want to watch it more, right? Like the reason why a lot of these TV shows are are binge worthy, and I know I've been there is because not only do the producers of the television shows know that the more you watch, the more they make from ad revenue, the more they make from people being on the platform. But what you're not realizing and what a lot of us haven't really taken an honest look at is if I wasn't watching someone else's vision, how would I be living my own? How would I be living my vision to let my inner child play, to let my inner child express, to let my kids play more, to have more time with my spouse, to have more time with my partner, to have more time with my friends, to literally and figuratively spend my time. 
How would I choose to spend my time if I wasn't watching television, if I wasn't looking at someone else tell a vision? Heavy TV viewing for more than four hours a day. This is from the Tufts Medical Center that I've linked in the blog post here. Definitely reduces academic performance and not just academic performance, right? Because that might be like for standardized testing. What I'm talking about is TV, watching more than four hours a day, it literally turns down our creative faculty, our expression faculty in the brain. The part of the brain called the frontal lobe cortex, the white matter, the hippocampus. New research demonstrated that the hippocampus is also critical for creativity besides just the frontal lobe. In one study, it was shown that participants who had damage to their hippocampus had scores of divergent thinking lower as measured by the Torrance test of creativity. But look, science aside, you know that the wisdom of you being present, playing, doing things that are going to nourish you and feed your mind for creativity, those only happen when you're in motion. Either you're in motion with your eyes reading, either you're in motion outside playing, or you're in motion of processing your emotions, right? Energy in motion. So what is the middle way? You're probably like, Josh, I want to be able to watch television. Like I get it because sometimes I do too. If you have earned it, and this is what I always say, if you have earned it, you are not going to be a slave to your limbic brain. So we've talked about the white matter, the hippocampus and the frontal lobe. What I want to discuss now is actually the limbic system. So the limbic system is what we crave because of novelty response when we're viewing something or when we're doing drugs or when we're doing anything at all that even like a taste of chocolate cake, anything at all that gives us a novelty or a positive stimulus, it is registered first and foremost by our sensory nerves in our tongue or our sensory nerves in our fingers, but it goes right to the limbic system in the brain. Now look, the limbic system is actually good. It's a good thing. I'm not here to like demonize any structure of the brain. The limbic brain is the part of our brain that gives us part of that creative spark because that, that's all the dopamine and the serotonin that we get back when we get the new stimuli in. But how do we make sense of this, like not being a slave to our limbic system and also giving our frontal lobe and our hippocampus and the white matter the positive response that they need as the hub and the center of creativity? It seems to be that it's responsibility, loving responsibility of you and I, whether we're parents or whether we're just parents of ourselves, that we actually take this one step. And if you just get one thing from this solo cast, let this be it. The next time that you have the impulse or the urge to sit and watch TV. Just do a quick check. Take a breath. And just ask yourself, is this feeding me or is this starving me? Is what I'm about to do, is this feeding me or is this starving me? And just let the answer come through. There's no cookie cutter approach to watching television. But I will say that when's the last time you felt as nourished and fulfilled from watching TV as you did from taking a hike or being in nature or going to the ocean or being in the water or just anything at all besides sitting there. Now, look, there are some cases, there are some times where you can satisfy the limbic system and you can satisfy the frontal lobe and the hippocampus and the white matter. Like you can have both, but the only way you have both is by connecting mind and body. We talk a lot about this in the solo cast that I did, joshtrent.com forward slash 457. This is the EI2 process that. In that other solo cast, it's called Healing the Father Wound, 100 Hours of Fasting, Vision Questing, and Being Alone with Mother Nature's Wisdom. But what I found and what you can find at joshtrent.com forward slash 457 is that we all have a heart, we all have a soul, and we all have a mind. Now, 
the simplisticness is so profound. It's like, well, duh, Josh, of course I have a heart. I have a soul. I have a mind. But how many times in life do we realize that the mind is actually the one that's being told a vision, not the soul? A lot of the TV out there, a lot of the television out there, it's literally just designed, as I said previously, to make you keep watching it, to make you an unconscious consumer. So the big question, I guess the ultimate question before we say goodbye today with this little nugget of wisdom is when I go and I get the urge to watch television, can I just do a breath and can I check in and can I ask myself from an honest place with the EI2 process, is this feeding me or is this starving me? And just sit with it. I mean, how simple is that, right? Sometimes the truth is so simple. It's so elegant. It's so easy. But we try to make it so complicated because the ego is like, no, it can't be that simple. So in this solo cast, we've talked about the detriment and really the deleterious things that television can do, not just to adult minds, but especially children. We've talked about how much time kids spend before they're 18 years old on TV, two full months. I'm just like, how is that even possible? But it is. I mean, it's just what gets measured gets understood, right? And then we've also talked about how to split the difference, how to satisfy the beast and the spirit inside of us, the limbic system that needs novelty and the hippocampus and the cortex that needs that creative stoke. We can do both by answering the ultimate question of, is this feeding me or is this starving me? And a better way, a better resource for you actually is to go and head over to that joshtrent.com forward slash 457. You can also just go to our store page. In our store page, there are two specific things I want to talk to you about. The first one is the MitoZen, the Zen spray from Dr. John Laurence. I absolutely love this stuff. And, and there's been many times, by the way, that I have actually done this before doing something that was starving me. In other words, whether it's like looking at a screen for too long or maybe eating some food late at night or uh, looking at my phone for too long. It's all the same thing. Everything I've talked about today when it comes to the phone and the TV the TV or the phone, they're exactly the same thing. Although it seems like we're interacting with the phone, but we're actually still being victimized by the phone many times. It all comes down to that core question, but how do we answer that core question unless we're nourished within ourselves? This is the big one. If you go to joshtrent.com forward slash store, not only will you see our MitoZen, the nasal spray, this is a spray that I use when I'm feeling ungrounded. It's a spray that I use when I'm having some anxiety or some depression. You can learn more at joshtrent.com forward slash MitoZen, M-I-T-O-Z-E-N. I had Dr. John Laurence on the show, which was incredible. He talked about how he formulated this after a trip to the Amazon. What it has inside of it is it has hape and it has oxytocin. And not only does that give us a calming response for the vagus nerve to shift us over to the parasympathetic, which is that rest and digest branch of the nervous system, but also, and the most important thing that it does is it gives us a moment to breathe and be still and not be a victim to our biology. And this is why I also tend to do the MitoZen before I do breath work because MitoZen grounds me. When I'm grounded, I can really tune in more to my breath. So that is a huge tool. If you're, if you're consciously knowing, if you're consciously aware that right now, maybe you are addicted to TV, maybe you are addicted to the phone. I think this is a really positive step for you to take is just, hey, what's an external locus of control? What's one thing that I can do that I can actually put in my nose? I can give myself the spray of the hoppy and oxytocin. I can sit there and be at peace and do breath work. And I can let go of the shackles of being a slave to my own biology. I wish you peace with that. It's been an incredible journey for me with the MitoZen. It's one of my go-to tools. That's joshtrent.com forward slash MitoZen. 
The second tool I want to share with you is our Breathe Breath and Wellness program. Now, you can learn everything at breathwork.io, but the reason I say this is so powerful is because that's where forgiveness comes from. That's where a relaxation comes from. That's where a letting go of stress comes from, is from the breath. Think about it. Like when people go drink or when people go have unconscious sex or when people do anything, they're just craving the breath. They're craving the... Sometimes we're in such a breath deficit, we're in such a breath debt as a human that we tend to forget it's right under our nose. And so there's a lot of practices that I put into the Breathe Breath and Wellness program. And by the way, you can get a huge discount. It's podcast 25. That's the code podcast 25 at breathwork.io. I traveled the world personally for three years and I was like, how do I get rid of this tension, this disturbance, this at times pretty intense anxiety that I had? And it was because I realized that anxiety was really just energy without the breath. It was a focus on the future and me not being able to handle the future and a worry and a fixation on the future. And so when I breathe, specifically the circular and the box breathing and the breath hold retentions that we have in the breathe program, this is where it gets really exciting because I built it based off of Mark Devine, Anahata Ananda, Dan Brule, Niraj Naik, and so many other trainers and so many other coaches that I had in the breath since 2018, 2017, actually, um, that I thought it would be something really beautiful to share with my audience, to share with you. I would love to guide you through that program. It's breathwork.io and the code for 25% off is podcast 25. That's a gift from my heart to yours. It's already like way much cheaper than taking your family out to dinner, but you know, we all need more time and more money. So I'm happy, happy, happy to do that for you. Write me a message a personal message. Let me know how it resonates with you. I love reading these messages so much. It honestly gives me the fuel to keep going. It gives me the fuel to put more stoke into the fire that I already have. And that's admin at wellnessforce.com. So we've covered a lot of ground today. I know you're off and you're on to the next thing in your life. Maybe you've already thought about what you're doing before this podcast even started but I value you. I want you to know that I really value the time we've spent together. I value the reflections that we've had together. I value the wisdom and the wellness that you've allowed me to share with you. Take this wisdom, take this wellness and do something beautiful with it. Maybe one change, one word or one new action with yourself or with somebody that you care about today. You never know that could make the biggest difference in the world. I've seen lives change just from taking one little nugget from these podcasts that we do, and especially from these solo casts. And also a huge thank you to our sponsors, Paleo Valley and Organifi. You've been so beautiful, so awesome for us. If you're already buying Organifi, if you're already buying Paleo Valley products, you can learn more at the store page, joshtrent.com forward slash store. The reason I love these products is because number one, they're organic. Number two, I actually know the founders. And number three, I know how they're made. I've actually experienced them myself. So I've done the vetting process for you. If you're feeling like you need to nourish your body on a deeper level, the physical body, go over to the joshtrent.com forward slash store page, get yourself some turkey sticks and beef sticks from Paleo Valley and also the Organifi, the red, the green, the gold. From my heart to yours again, thank you for being here. Until I see you again real soon on another solo cast or on any of our guest featured podcasts or me on other podcasts, I'm wishing you love and wellness. <laughs>